Now, Christianity has its 13th apostle, a faithful witness to the love, mercy, and truth of Jesus Christ. How about you? Will you be the 13th apostle? Love that will not let me go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the 13th Apostle, where we explore the good, the beautiful, and the true of the Catholic faith and the Catholic Church. And you've just heard some beauty. This is Tom Caffrey with my co-host, Dan Duddy. How you doing? Hello, Tom. Hey, Tom. You sound better this week. The voice is creeping back, but uh, you're yeah. still struggling a little a little bit. Slow progress, so, but... Yeah, they wouldn't let me in that choir for sure. <laughs> uh, 
That is one beautiful choir. Give us some background. Who did we just hear? What did we just hear? It was mesmerizing. This is, it's, I just heard that today for the first time uh, in my spiritual uh, exercises program, St. Ignatius program. And I thought, wow. And, you know, this is the season of O Antiphons. And it's, O love, O light, O joy. This was, this is the reason that when you read the lyrics, and I'm going to tell them in a moment, say them in a moment, this is the reason for Advent. This is the reason that we wait in hope. Uh, this was written by um, a George Matheson. He's a Scotsman. And uh, he was, it's a sad story, but it's got its joy as, as his life unfolds. It, uh, there's joy. And he was, um, okay, yeah, he was about 17 years old. And uh, a very devout man, young man. Uh, faith was always important to him. And uh, he, at 17, he started to start to have problems with his eyesight. And uh, he was, uh, it was come and go and whatnot. And he was in, became engaged. Then, not long after the engagement, his eyesight was a steady decline. And uh, he apparently hid this, you know, up to a point uh, with, uh, from his uh, fiance. But when he knew that it, it wasn't, it wasn't going to turn around, uh, he told her and uh, she broke off the engagement and, and left him. And uh, so he, he, his sister, he had a very devoted, loving sister. Uh, she helped take care of him for, for many years. And then uh, uh, she, um, she fell in love. And then she was pre prepared to, uh, for marriage. And uh, the evening before the wedding, uh, George Matheson's whole family uh, left to get ready for the next day's celebration. And uh, so he was alone. He was alone in his house and facing the prospect of living the rest of his life uh, without the one person who had really come through for him. And uh, just also thinking about his his wedding that didn't happen. And so this was, uh, he was really crying out to Jesus. Uh, and that's when, uh, you know, by himself, he, he wrote that it, uh, years later, he said that it took him five minutes to write these, uh, the lyrics. He, and he'd written, he had written many. He was a, a prolific, ended up being a prolific writer. Uh, he was a, uh, a, a, a minister. He had, uh, gone for advanced, uh, uh, degrees in, uh, in theology and divinity. And so the words are, with that backdrop, and you, it's hard to tell, you know, when you listen to music and song, you can't really pick up the words a lot of times. Uh, so it's, Oh, love that will not let me go. Because it's almost like that poem by uh, Francis Thompson, The Hound of Heaven. And he was, we, we, you and I have talked about him uh, at least a couple of episodes. 
he had a very rough life, and uh, and it ultimately, I mean, he was drug addict, uh, just pretty much lost everything, and other people helped take care of him and bring him back. And he wrote that great poem, The Hound of Heaven. And so this uh, by George Matheson, he writes, O love that will not let me go, I rest my weary soul in thee. I give thee back the life I owe, that in thine ocean depths it flow, may richer, fuller be. O light that followest all my way, I yield my flickering torch to thee. My heart restores its borrowed ray, that in thy sunshine's blaze its day may brighter, fairer be. O joy that seekest me through pain, I cannot close my heart to thee. I trace the rainbow through the rain and feel the promise is not vain, that morn shall tearless be. And he closes with, O cross that liftest up my head, I dare not ask to fly from thee. I lay in dust life's glory dead, and from the ground there blossoms red, life that shall endless be. So, again, an O, this is not technically an O antiphon, but in a lowercase, we'll call it a lowercase O-A, O antiphon. Each, each uh, stanza is O love, O light, O joy, O cross. And of course, fittingly ending with the cross, uh, even though we're at Advent, but you and I were talking about it last week. And you you were talking about, you know, the Jesse, you know, the Jesse tree. Yeah. And the babe in the manger and the cross. And the cross, yeah. And you, you crossed over uh, the Jesse tree, the wood of the tree with the wood of the, of the, of the cross. Yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting. You know, sometimes you sound like, like you're sitting in front of a fire with a, a wool vest on, smoking a pipe. Uh, you're not, you're not, you're not Irish, are you? Uh, Clancy, refill that, please. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, man, that, that, that's touching. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah, passion, love, and passion brings out the best of us. And you know, we're we're called to go there as uh, as human beings, as human sufferers, and uh, to feel. As we talked last week, you, you, I think you, I, I forget how you put it, but you put it so nicely too. Uh, you know, there's joy in our suffering. That's not the way you say it, but uh, joy doesn't abs- doesn't necessarily mean happiness for that moment. And I think there lies with what's going on in the O antiphons. There's, there's joy in the hope. There's joy in the in the, uh, in, the, in, the vi- in the vision that comes with hope. And and there's also when when the hope becomes knowledge, then then it becomes like this incredible anticipation. I think the key word is come. You know, as, you know, the O antiphons pretty much. I think just about every one of them, you know, uh, embodies the word you know come the the longing for the for the divine Messiah. And uh, the O antiphons really start on the seventeenth, right, Tom? Till the till the twenty fifth. I think uh, that's right. I don't remember exactly yeah. though. Yeah. And, you know, for, for example, on the 17th, it says, you know, uh, a part of what we're doing on the 17th are antiphons is, O wisdom of our God most high, guiding creation with power and love, come to teach us the path of knowledge. So the last line is, come to teach us the path of knowledge. And then on the 18th, the last line says, come to rescue us with your mighty power. And then December 19th concludes with, come to save us without delay. And the 20th 
open the gates of God's eternal kingdom. Come and free the prisoners of darkness. Next, come and shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death. And then December 22nd, as it escalates now, come and save man who, whom you've formed from the dust. And December 23rd, O Emmanuel, our King and giver of law, come to save us, Lord and God. You know, personally, what's going on in my life at the moment, I'll give a little personal witness. If you allow me, uh, you know, we're living Advent at the moment. We're living the, uh, the sacrifices and the pains and the sufferings that we all do along with the joy and the hope of life. Uh, as we speak, a very dear friend of Mora, my wife, and I, uh, Sam, uh, Jennifer Gates' husband, is passing away. And her only son, Sammy, is driving home from college to get to his deathbed. As we speak, 60 years old, Scott Gates' dad, a husband, dying of uh, Alzheimer's. And we're praying for Sammy to make it back from his drive from George Washington University to be at dad's deathbed. Uh, and at the same, but there's great joy in their hope that God's going to come because they have a great faith. You see, so Advent sits right there in that room. Uh, and it, the the whole encompassing, encompassing Advent is right there alive. And I'm going to be heading over there probably as soon as you and I are done taping. But at the same time, my daughter, Anna, is going to have a baby tomorrow. She's going to be induced tomorrow. Isn't that wonderful? So wow. there we are. Praise with, God. You know, yeah, praise God. Well, so praise I, God I, I, for both. But yeah. you're right to... Um, you know, obviously, this is this is this is life, and of life, of course, it ultimately encompasses death. And you've got uh, both, you've got both ends of the uh, of the spectrum in what you just uh, related to us. You know, it's yeah. both are are very touching, and and we you're not the type that. I mean, you're not a touchy feely kind of guy. In my esti- so. in my estimation. <laughs> Probably, probably not. Yeah. Um, but it's you know you recognize uh, you obviously have you have a heart, <laughs> a very big one, and you you can understand you can understand you have no trouble understanding that our culture says uh, well they don't even they don't even think about Advent. There's nothing no commercials about Advent. You know it's all about Christmas, and of course it has nothing to do with the first uh, syllable of that word. But again, ladies and gentlemen, you know, two thousand years ago, there was no Santa Claus. You know, they they weren't waiting. They didn't have this list they put together things that they wanted from whatever the marketplace was. No, you can read it in our sacred scripture, and you can read it in other texts. You can read it in hymns. And read it in Psalms for sure. So many Psalms. Not even the Psalms of Lamentation, which are at least a third of the Psalms. But this is what, but people were, there was great misery, you know, uh, and uh, at the time. And you know, I don't know whether somebody else in this house is miserable. Because <laughs> I, I, hear, I hear your cat Luna. <laughs> I am trying. You know, in, in the early days of doing this program, I would have been doing something like 
taping her mouth shut or something like that, thinking, uh, oh, wait, I can't. Uh, this is real life. So um, This is real life, yeah. Uh, give me a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get too tired away now. <laughs> so we know that, and everybody should know, you know that the time Jesus was coming, that he, he came not for a good reason. Come on. He was a physician because everybody was sick in some way, literally and figuratively, spiritually, physically. Right? And there was darkness. There was hunger. There was oppression. And what is, and you know, he came to free us, to bring light to the world, to, you know, to, to feed us. And, you know, people could listen to us and say, well, this is, this is a little bit of a downer. And of course, they would be totally missing the point of, of the episode, which is built around Advent, which they would also be missing the great point of, is that why do we want this person to come? Why is there so much expectation, so much anticipation? Jeez, I mean, remember, centuries, we talked about this last week, centuries they're waiting yeah you know, i'm 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 not happy that i'm not feeling well or completely well but this has only been a few weeks and i do think every time any time over the years certainly in probably the last 30 years or so maybe more i'm sure more anytime i've i've not been well i think of those it's not making me holy i i, I don't I, there's some reason why that started to happen and uh, i think of the millions around the world who don't have access to a doctor, you know, who, who've, who've lost everything for one reason or another. We know what's in the news today, but this stuff is going around every day, every place in the world. There's, there's hunger, there's, there's suffering. And so the hymns like, Oh, love that will not let me go. And so our prayers are all, all the hymns, the psalms, which are hymns in a way. They're all to say, no, no. This, here's this, you, we got to be real. There's no sugar. There will be sugar. There's no sugar right now. And, uh, but we have, we have hope. We have hope. Yeah, we sure do. And, you know, coming even from our catechism, you're, you're, what you just said is very consistent from that, you know, from, and, you know, the name of our show is the 13th Apostle. We like to truly realize, you know, the 12 and uh, the players of the early church back in the day when our Lord's feet were literally on the ground. And, you know, we talk about the second coming and how it's, you know, you know we're here, we are 2,000 years, but to God, who's always in the present, you know, we're in the present. God, there's, it's not a, a chronological issue of two thousand years with God the Father in heaven, but from the earliest days of the church, people have been fascinated by our Lord's promise that He's going to come back, and once again, in the eyes of God, that's in the present. It's all in the present to us. It's you know two thousand years, but you know our readings during Advent are consistently telling us not to waste our time with prediction. As was, Advent is not about speculation, the readings simply call us to be excited, alert, ready, and hopeful in the spirit of hope, peace, joy, and love, and not to be weighted down, as, as our catechism tells us, and distracted by, as you just mentioned, the cares of the world. Advent calls us away from that and know that our Lord is coming and, you know, that, that this is the answer. And uh, very much like Lent, 
But the huge difference is, fundamental difference is, that Lent involves a Christ who we know walked the earth, whereas in Advent, we have a Christ who's about to be born in the womb of the Immaculate Conception by way of the Holy Spirit, who has yet to walk the earth. And uh, two different levels of excitement for two different reasons. We have the crucifix leading, leading to the resurrection. And here we have the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ leading then to the crucifixion. And, uh, and scripture and gospels first and foremost, and, and then the, the crucifixion and the resurrection. So it's a different level of joy, a different level of knowledge, a uh, different level of excitement. Which, again, is because we have a 2,000 years of history. Yeah. You know, we didn't, uh, if you and I were talking the day after Christ was crucified, mm-hmm. there would be no joy in our conversation, no hope. I mean, again, look at the the men on the road to Emmaus. Devastated as to what happened, but they were with him. We don't know how long they were with him, but they were with him, with Jesus, long enough to experience his great life. And yet, either they 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 didn't. Well, I shouldn't say either. They didn't fully understand. They didn't. Well, nobody could fully closest to come to the full understanding was his mother, our blessed mother. Mm-hmm. But even, I mean, if she knew everything, why would she weep at the cross? You know, uh, so why would there be the Pieta? Uh, you know, so, and yet that's the holiest, most sacred day of the year, Easter. But there wasn't an Easter for those first two days. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's devastation. But then this is the reason for the hope. I mean, the, obviously we love the cross, not for any macabre reasons, of course, but we know what that cross, the meaning of that cross, uh, and we love the manger, but we didn't know, they didn't know at the, at the exact time. He had, uh, the life, his life had to unfold. And uh, so three years of ministry, and, you know, I got to say, uh, when you mentioned that couple before, I don't know if you've ever seen or heard of the movie The Way. Uh, it stars, it was, it was uh, made in 2010, I believe, 2010 or 2011. It was 2010. And it stars Martin Sheen and his son, Emilio Estevez. I, I saw it, when it first, shortly after it, first, it came out. And it was the way it was El Camino. It was about. Oh. I'm not going to say the whole thing, but it was about obviously. But it was, uh, his son, the first day he began the Camino, El Camino de Santiago de Compostela, ladies and gentlemen, the way of Saint James, uh, and Compostela, Spain. You know, there's the belief is that his. Um, his body, is, his remains are buried uh, in the crypt there at uh, the great cathedral. And it's, a, it's an ancient uh, pilgrimage route. And my son, as some of our listeners might remember, you know, we had him on as a guest his last night there, and he did the Camino. But in this movie, The Way, which I encourage everybody to watch, um, the son dies on the first day of his Camino. And Martin Sheen, uh, as his father, he 
decides to walk the Camino. Mm. And he has the ashes of his son with him the whole time. That's a lengthy movie, and I'm glad it was lengthy. Mm. But the uh, scenes in there are so powerful, and it's so Catholic. From simple, seeing some simple people, I know we're running out of time. Just going to wrap it up with this. It's, I actually broke down when it was seen in, in, when they got to the cathedral, and you see the change in the people that were walking, and you see a simple, almost like a little shy sign of the cross that somebody makes in that church. And I thought, the cross is just so powerful. Mm. It's yeah. unbelievable, the hope that's in that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, The Way. It's the name of The Way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely going to, maybe I can look at that tonight. Okay. Uh, you can either so, see it on YouTube or Prime. Okay. Thank you, Tom. All right, Danny. Well, we're going to wrap it up, so... Yeah. A joyous advent as it continues to unfold to you and your family and everyone, all our listeners, and WQPH yeah. family. Yeah, thank you. You too, Tom. And let's stay tuned, folks, for The Angelus and your prayer intentions with Peter and Jimmy. WQPHradio.org. Help support us, ladies and gentlemen. you Danny. God bless you Tommy. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to the 13th Apostle with Dan Duddy and Tom Caffrey. For more information on Dan, visit his website at www.danduddy.com or email dcduddy at gmail.com. Tom's website is faithpilgrims.com or email trcaffrey at faithpilgrims.com. How about you? Will you be the 13th Apostle?